Hey, welcome to the Extra Point Show. Thanks for joining us again. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe for weekly content. It helps us out, and we definitely appreciate it. Um, if Absolutely. you're fans of either the Niners or the Commanders, remember to check out the Niners news segment or the Commanders countdown. But uh, first, we're going to get into uh, week one. Real football's back. Hell yeah. 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 Cover some of the games yeah. and the scores that happened. We've got we've got one week and one game in the books with the Thursday night game just happening last night. Right. So we'll get into that. So where do, where do you want to start for these for this first slate of games? I mean, I guess we should start with the, the first game, you know, the Bills-Rams game, which okay. was... Uh, Sounds good, which the season great, opener. I think. Yeah, I right. mean, it, it, and, and the way it played out, 31-10 uh, Bills over the Rams, uh, beating the Super Bowl champs. Can't yeah. ask for a better game for them. Yeah, I remember when we talked about it last week, right before the game happened, I was like, oh, I think that game could be like, you know, 34-31. And potentially mm-hmm. it could have been if the Rams got off the bus. Um, you know, apparently <laughs> only one team showed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to, to, to SoFi. And obviously the Rams, as, as we know, play historically bad at home. You know, they, they often don't have home field advantage in their own building, as yeah. evidenced by, you know, the Niners and being called uh, Levi's South, uh, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, but, you know, Josh Allen um, made a couple mistakes. He threw two picks, but he also threw three touchdowns, um, had just under 300 yards. Uh, he was also the leading rusher with 56 rushing yards and a touchdown. So Josh Allen earning that money. Uh, Diggs had eight catches, 122 yards, one touchdown. So he went off, as you'd expect. Um, Stafford threw three picks. So obviously, uh, and, and you know, Stafford, he had a great season last year on, on the way to the Super Bowl, but a lot of people forget that on the way to that, he threw 17 interceptions last year, which led the NFL. So Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, he, he won a Super Bowl, but Stafford's never been a guy that's been shy to throw interceptions. I'll that's, be honest, I kind of, I for, I didn't realize, I forgot about that. that's yeah. a lot of interceptions, man. Like I, shit, I, I didn't forget because I enjoyed watching <laughs> a lot of those interceptions thrown. Um, so yeah, the Rams are zero and one. The um, Bills starting off one and zero. So uh, you know. I expected the Bills to be a pretty good football team, and, and that's that's been evidenced as well. also want to bring up the fact that that Bills defense sacked Matt Stafford seven times uh, with Vaughn Miller, the newly acquired pass rusher, and former Ram. You know, he won a Super Bowl over there just last year. He got mm-hmm. he got two sacks in uh, in his debut with the Bills. And the Rams got two sacks themselves. One coming from Aaron Donald, surprise, surprise, and then the other one coming from Bobby Wagner, their new acquisition from the Hawks. So, man, to get sacked seven times in one seven game, times, seven that times, that had to, oof, that had to be a rough day for for Matty Stafford. Seven times, sacked seven times and picked three, and and picked three. Oh, and I I started God. the Bills' defense in fantasy, and oof. they got me eighteen points. Nice, <laughs> eighteen points, <laughs> boy. Good choice. Yeah. Damn, I, mean, man, I knew that I knew Buffalo is going to have a good team. Let's go Buffalo! You know, let's, let's I imagine that the Rams are going <laughs> to are going to figure it out and come back and be. Oh, I, I, I'd team, imagine I so, but you know, we we play them twice early in the season, so hopefully, hopefully it stays like this at least for now. Like. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. And and Cooper Cup went off. I mean, he was really the Rams' best um, weapon. As yeah, as 100, he, 128 yards, 13 catches, and one touchdown. Yeah, yeah he definitely yeah. did. He had yeah. a hell of a day. He's, yeah. He's he's pretty much, you know, like what what Devontae Adams was for the for the Packers last season. Yeah, 
And the next game here, uh, let's see, we've got um, Miami, New England. Yeah, let's talk about this one real quick. So Miami, New England. Um, Miami came away with a 20-7 to win in, you know, former Niner offensive coordinator Mike <laughs> McDaniel's head coaching debut against division rival Patriots. Um, this, uh, I don't think it's like a huge surprise that the Dolphins won, but like the fact that they won in the manner that they did was kind of surprising. I mean, these games often come down to like a 23 20. I mean, the Dolphins Patriots games are always close. Yeah. I would not have expected a 20 to seven. It's kind of, that's kind of a blowout. I mean, not entirely, but yeah, it's, it's two scores, two scores for sure. Yeah. Um, so, and, and notable in that game, <clears throat> Mac Jones, uh, apparently was he didn't leave the game at any point, but he was suffering from back spasms. He's been taken off oh, the injury shit. report, so he's expected he's expected to be fine. He's gonna start this weekend, but um yeah, that was Was uh, this the game that Tua had the throw that was like really, really, really bad, like like ten yeah, yards yeah, behind yeah, the to receiver? Tyreek. To Tyreek, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyreek's that, missing that, that Patrick, was... that's for sure. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, Tua. I know they still won, but like that that pass was that's one of the worst passes I think I've seen in the NFL in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, Tua for for the day his numbers looked all right, but yeah, that pass was part of it. it he was twenty three of thirty three, two hundred seventy yards passing, one touchdown, no picks, and he got sacked three times. Mac Jones was twenty one of thirty, two hundred thirteen yards, one touchdown, one pick, and let's see. Tyreek in his in his debut. Let's, let's just mention that he had, he had eight, eight catches, catches for, for ninety four yeah. yards. Like exactly. not bad. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes anymore, so no, it's pretty good numbers for him. Targeted twelve times. You know, our our boy Raheem had five carries for sixteen yards. Raheem and, the dream. Uh, one catch for sixteen yards. So good for Raheem. And. uh yeah, the, the the Patriots just couldn't get going offensively, and I think um, you know for the day they let me get you the total yards here for the day they ended up putting up. Uh, let's see here, two hundred seventy-one total yards. Um, so interesting note about the Patriots is the fact that, and I know we've talked about this before, that they don't have an offensive coordinator, not a true offensive coordinator anyway, because obviously Josh McDaniel is now the head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. So Bill Belichick elected to not hire a true offensive coordinator. Instead, he's going with um, almost like a coordinator by committee type deal where he's got Matt Patricia, who's always been a defensive coordinator and the former Lions head coach. And Joe Judge, the former Giants head coach, as, you know, almost like dueling offensive coordinators. And he's elected to, you know, not name a true offensive coordinator or play caller. So I don't know if they're just like both calling in the plays, but, um, you know, it, it, it begs the question, is, is that affecting their play on the field? Because obviously only 271 yards being produced and, and seven points. Is yeah, that's pretty bad. Great. That's an odd thing to do. I mean, to have two of them, not, I mean, maybe just pick one person and they, you know, yeah. make him the offensive coordinator. What is this two person bullshit that he's doing? Yeah. Although it's yeah. Bill Belichick, you never know, you know, well, <laughs> maybe it'll yeah, turn out no, to be good. 
that, that's that's what I was gonna say. You know, it's never it's never been you know. It's hard to question Bill after the track record that he's had, but I mean, this is something he's never done before in his you know long storied NFL career. So, yeah, it's it's interesting as to, as to why yeah. he's doing it. I, I wonder how long Very that's going to go on for. But obviously, if they start off, you know, zero and two, zero and three, I mean, obviously, he's going to have to make some kind of a change. Yeah. Okay. So, did you watch any of this uh, the Saints Falcons game? Because I don't, I did not see any of that one. So what I know about the Saints Falcons game is <clears throat> I know that at one point the uh the Falcons were up on the Saints by a lot. Okay. And the uh Saints came rallying back. Yeah, it was at one point it was uh 16 to 7 Falcons. So I guess I wouldn't say a lot but two scores. And then yeah, the, the Saints out. came rolling back. At one point Jameis Winston had 53 yards passing into like the third or fourth quarter. It was really late into the game. And then he ended up having like a really explosive, you know, Oh, like that's right. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I heard about that on the radio actually. That's right. I forgot yeah. that. Yeah. Like he had nothing for three quarters and then just went yeah. off. Yeah. I was wondering if, you know, like maybe the LASIK surgery. Yeah. Cause he finished with 269 yards and two touchdowns. So I was starting to think that maybe he was having, you know, issues with, with maybe the LASIK surgery. <laughs> that he had, had i was like is, is he just you know have, having having difficulties again and obviously this was their first game under dennis allen their new head coach who's replacing sean payton so yeah i mean it looked like they were going to take the loss for sure to the division rival falcons but you know Jameis led the rally i mean Taysom hill was the leading rusher with four four carries for 81 yards and a touchdown with a 57-yard hmm. touchdown run. Nice. Kamara had 39 yards on nine carries, which they probably should have given him more carries, but I think they were down for a large portion of the game, so usually when that happens, you're not running the ball. Right. He did um, He did catch three passes, but you know usually he, he catches more than that, so that's kind of surprising. I know you've got him on your fantasy team, so I'm sure you would have liked to see him do more work. Yeah, I had the uh, I have the Rams, I think, uh, receiver on my bench, and he got like twenty five points. I can't remember his name offhand, but I was looking at that earlier, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Was it Cooper Cup? No, it's um. Let me let me let me look. Cause let me look. Cause now now I gotta. It's gonna bug me. I'm trying to think of like who else would have had a good game for them other than Cooper Cup. It's like M something. I can't remember what it, who he is off the top of my head. It's only week oh. two. Williams for the Chargers. I'm sorry, not the Rams. Oh, Mike Williams. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my bad. Okay. Yeah. The Chargers and like, the Rams sometimes in my head I get mixed up with that. I well, don't they're, know why. They're, they're, both, they're both from L.A., so. That's probably why then. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Mike Williams just went off last night on Thursday Night Football. Um, yeah. And then let's see here. So, yeah, the, the Saints coming away with the win. Um, over the Falcons, and I believe that they play. I think the Saints play the Buccaneers in Week Two, if I'm correct, which is another divisional game. Yeah, they yes, play the Bucs. Yes, they Bucks. do because because I, so, I heard it on the radio in in Tampa yep. area. So that's definitely yeah. So they definitely. start off with two straight divisional games there. So obviously, uh, Tom Brady's going to be a little <laughs> bit tougher than Marcus Mariota for the, for the Falcons. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. But oh, you oh, mean the Saints? Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. Um, 
Oh, and, and worth noting here, both both of those teams did, um, and, and we'll talk more about this in a couple weeks, but they did both possess one of the first-round rookie receivers that were, you know, really hyped, one being Chris Olave for the Saints. Uh, in his NFL debut, he had three catches for 41 yards on three targets, and on the Falcon side of things, Drake London out of USC, five catches for 74 yards on seven targets. So not bad, not bad effort for both of those young men. Just figured I'd mention that. Yeah, we'll talk about the uh, the rookie receivers in a few more weeks yeah. and compare there, how, yeah. how they played out once there's a little bit more to go off of. Definitely. Now this next one, I'm not going to get too into it right now if you're... Um, into uh, knowing more about the Niners segment, you can definitely check out the Niners news update later on in the in the episode. But the Niners unfortunately did start off zero and one to the to the Chicago Bears with a nineteen to ten loss. Um, now, like I said, we'll get more into that later. But the conditions were awful in that game, and probably yeah. not very suitable for a football game to be played. But yeah, I haven't um, seen a game with that level of rain. Like the guys, like they go down and they're just splashing like an entire. Yeah, I don't even know how, what the measurement is, but a shitload of water. Like they're soaking wet. It's yeah, like, that has got to be dangerous as hell. Yeah, I mean the 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 two comparisons that I would think of. There, there's been two games that I can think of that we've had in recent seasons. One last year against the Colts when we lost, and then the one from a couple seasons ago where we played uh, Washington. Washington, yeah, that yeah. one sucked. That was... <laughs> yeah, both of those were rough <laughs> games. Yeah. So, um, then the next game we have here. The is... biggest game of the week, I would say, the steelers Bengals game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that one. That was that probably shit the most was exciting insane. game. Mm-hmm. I caught the end of that after the Commanders game had ended because it was at the bar. So, and I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the TV over while, like, at the end of the Commanders game, and I see like they're missing multiple extra point attempts. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in that game? Like, yeah. So notable in that game was the fact that the, um, I think a lot of people just think that Evan McPherson, who uh, I'm a big fan of, obviously Evan Big Balls McPherson. Obviously, last year he uh, kicked the Bengals. <laughs> With multiple fifty-plus-yard field goals into the into the Super Bowl, um, so big fan of him. I have him on my fantasy team, um, and the reason for the missed extra points. A lot of people probably don't know this, but they they talked about it a little bit on the game. His long snapper was out, so they had a backup long snapper, and the snap on the extra point was a little bit high, which fucked up the hold and made the kick sail right. So. That it, it was just poor from an execution standpoint. So Evan McPherson is solid as hell. Yeah, the Steelers had the same problem though. In overtime, they mo- they both missed. Wasn't it two attempts each, or was it just one on one side? One for the, two for the Bengals and one for the Steelers. I don't remember, but I remember them wa- watching a bunch of kicks get missed in overtime. Yeah. So basically, in in, in the course of like six minutes. Um, Perfect description because. And here, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. Like, because a lot happened. Like, uh, TJ Watt potentially tore his pec. That was the thing that happened. Um, you know, he, he's, he's their top defensive player. Um, you know, former defensive player of the year. TJ Watt potentially. I mean, he, he could come back at some point this season, but potentially tearing his pec in the first game of the season, he's going to get a second opinion. In the overtime period, both teams missed a field goal. Uh, Evan McPherson missed one first. Uh, from oh, a 29-yarder. 
Oh, no. I, I didn't realize it was that short. Yeah, that, that... Oh, yeah, I remember watching that. That was one of the ones that, that I watched yeah. it. And it was just, it was so far off to the left. Just terrible. Ugh. I think it was the snap or something that is what caused that. Yeah, yeah, so it must have been that. And then Boswell had an attempt from 55 yards, and then he missed uh, when it hit the upright. And then the Bengals had another this chance, but they the would have to punt. And then the Steelers obviously got the ball back. And Boswell got another opportunity this time from 53 yards, and he Boswell he nailed the game. But it, it was a crazy ending. I mean, with, with all the all the missed Boswell. kicks, um, yeah. T.J. Watt potentially you know having a torn pec. He's he's seeking a second opinion. And they also had Najee Harris leave the game with with a knee injury, but he's supposed to be okay and he's supposed to play. But if he's out, then that's like very large portion of their offense. Yeah, and I don't think the Steelers are, are going to be anything that special. I mean, they did win the game, but like you said, Joe Burrow threw four picks, sacked seven times, and yeah. it came down to an overtime field goal, which after both teams missed one, it's just like both teams, I, God damn, like. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll I, I, have bet, to... I bet on the Bengals to win more games than the Steelers after that, even though they won the game. I know that's odd, but. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it. I mean, the seemed like there were a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Um, right know, from from the right. st- standpoint on the on the Bengals, obviously their um, their protection was bad. If they're allowing seven sacks, that or the you know, or the Steelers' pass rush is just that good, which I guess is, is possible as well. But we know when Burrow came in as a rookie, he was sacked like the second most times ever. So obviously, him getting sacked a lot's not a new thing. We thought they shored up that offensive line, but apparently not. But yeah, you're, you're not. probably <laughs> right from from a standpoint. You know the, the the Bengals do have a better team now. Right. Trubisky didn't play bad though. I mean, he he ended up like play like he he played like a game manager role in in the that's game. What, that's know, what he is basically. I yeah. Mean, shit. Yeah. He's, he's that's just what in they there usually until... do with backups. I mean, backups generally that's the kind of their role yeah. anyways. Just just manage the game and don't lose for us basically. He, so he's keep, just keep, in there until Tomlin's then... ready to give him give the reins to Kenny Pickett. Yeah. It's, He's just, I am he's excited just, to see what happens with him. I, I have no love for the Steelers, but I, I like to see what happens with Kenny Pickett. He's supposed to be really good. So we'll, that's we'll what see. I keep he, hearing. He it, that's what I yeah, keep he hearing. lit it up in the preseason, so, so yeah. we'll, have to, we'll have to see. For once, and I'm then, actually looking forward to see something on the Steelers because I do yeah. want to see how he does. <laughs> um, yeah. we, got, uh, we got the Ravens-Jets games, and just real quickly, some Ravens-related news. I'm sure most of you are aware, but Lamar Jackson turned down in a massive deal I think it was about 250 million with 130 yeah. guaranteed or something like that. Yeah, those aren't I, I exact read that. numbers, but roughly. That. And apparently, he wants because Deshaun Watson got that fully guaranteed 230 million dollar contract that Lamar mm-hmm. wants to now hold out and probably try and get a guaranteed contract like that. So I, I thought that was a little ridiculous. I mean, Deshaun Watson should never have gotten that contract in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what what the hell the Browns like, what crack they're smoking over there in their front office, but <laughs> it it ruined the market, dude. It really did. I yeah, mean, dude. It... Like, and from and for someone like Deshaun Watson, after all the shit that he went through, and it, he hasn't even been proven to be good, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, I would I would even argue that the time that we've seen him play, he's looked, you know, not even not good, but just downright bad. Um, I mean, now I think he'll be fine. The last time he was in there for a full season, he led the league in, you know, damn near everything. But yeah. that's been like two seasons now. And, and by the time he comes back, it's going to be week 12. So we'll have to see. Um, we'll get into the Browns game here in, in a second. But um, 
Yeah, that 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 is pretty insane. I mean, that definitely did not do any favors for the quarterback market. And no, I mean, for a no. lot, large portion of this game, it was. Uh, I mean, the Ravens were up, but I think they were up like a field goal for for a large portion of the game. They were up like only three nothing, just for and, the first um, quarter, and then and then they scored another seven, and then okay, fourteen in the third. So. Yeah, I mean, Lamar got off to a little bit of a slow start, but he ended up throwing three touchdown passes and one pick. Only 213 yards, though. But I think more notably um, was the fact that he only ran for 17 yards on six carries. So Yeah, that is odd. Because yeah. usually, you know, he has some lower pass, uh, you know, pass yards because he's often, <laughs> oftentimes running a lot. So it's, it's weird yeah. to see him only have that low rushing yards with that low passing yards. But, I mean, hey, they got the win, 24 to 9. I, I mean, if you can't really, nothing you can say if you get the win by that much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then uh, Flacco, on the other side of it, threw up 59 pass attempts. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 37 for 59. Like, god yeah. damn. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, obviously not usually a recipe for um, for victory in the NFL. Usually if you have to throw that much, it's in a, it's in a losing effort. But, yeah, um, definitely. And, and to only get nine points out of that, I mean... Obviously, yeah. the Ravens' defense is what it is, but you would definitely expect a little bit more than nine points, I would think. Well, it is the Jets. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and obviously, they're still without probably Zach Wilson for about three more weeks. And um, they had, uh, you know, let's talk about some of their receivers. They, they had Garrett Wilson, who's one of the other first-round receivers. He had four catches for 52 yards in his first game. And um, Mark Andrews catching five passes for 52 yards. Lamar's, you know, always, always his, favorite. his favorite target. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I know we talked about this last week in a segment, but, uh, you know, talking about Ravens fantasy running backs and how they have, like, almost no value. Kenyon Drake did lead the charge for Ravens running backs with 11 carries. But only 31 yards, so only a 2.8-yard average. Mike Davis only had two carries, and Justice Hill had two. J.K. Dobbins, who we talked about, didn't even play. Well, it sounds like your your assessment was correct then. You know, stay away from the Ravens running backs. Yeah, I mean, there's just it's just too risky. I mean, nobody's – even though Kenyon Drake got all that work, I mean, he, he really didn't produce anything. It's so um, weird Lamar only had 17 yards rushing. That's odd. Yeah. That's like – yeah, Basically I mean the Ravens only had as a, as a team sixty three yards rushing when last year they almost they averaged almost two hundred yards a game, which led the NFL. So, wow, I'm sure they'll get it on track. I mean, unless this is going to be the new the new algorithm for victory is is to you know throw the ball, but they didn't do that particular. I mean, they only had two hundred and thirteen passing yards, so it's not exactly yeah. like they lit it up through the through the air. No, it'll be interesting to see how they play in the coming weeks because, yeah, they won that game by a good amount, but it's not, not a very good team that they played. Right. And based on their numbers, they, they didn't really put up good numbers, but so see how that goes. Yeah, and, um, you know, as far as uh, their next opponent, it looks like they have the Dolphins next, so the 1-0 Dolphins. So they'll present more offensive challenges. Yeah. So uh, then we've got the Lions and the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles at one point were up. I think it was like 
31 to 14 on on the Lions. Looked like, you know, they were just about yeah. to just handle the Lions. And the Lions ended up coming back with, a, you know, an inspiring comeback. Obviously, uh, you know, they did fall a little bit short, but they lost 38-35. So definitely a good offensive effort. You know, their defense allowed 38 points, so that's not great, but. Yeah, but to come well. back from that, that much of a deficit. And also the defense did kind of play well in the, in the end because they held them, you know, somewhat. They had yeah, 31 points that's true. At the, that's you know, true. in the second quarter, and they only got to 38. So the, the yeah. defense kind of stepped up after a bit. And they did and, shut out Philly in the, in the fourth quarter. So that's that's true. That, that is yeah. true. And so, uh, I mean, the defense only played like a quarter, I guess. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, at least they did something there. That's true. That is true. Uh, you know, Goff, obviously the... Second-year Lions starter, threw for 215 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Jalen Hurts had 243 <clears throat> yards passing and 90 yards on the ground and, and a rushing touchdown. Wow. The Eagles Damn. ran for 216 yards and, wow, four rushing touchdowns. Okay. So they they balled out on the ground. Oh, my God. I'm not looking forward to playing the Eagles. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's going to be a physical game. Uh, new acquisition, A.J. Brown. Uh, that they got from the Titans, caught 10 passes for 155 yards in his Eagles debut. Um, the Lions, the Lions killed it on the ground too. They had 181 yards themselves. I mean, they, they've got that two-headed wow. running back attack of DeAndre Swift, who we really like. Obviously, yeah. he came up well for us on the Madden team. Uh, but DeAndre Swift, 15 carries, 144 yards and one touchdown. Jamal Williams, 11 carries, 28 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. So the Lions' back's getting it done. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully they don't next this this next game. Yeah, but. yeah, that's true. You guys <laughs> have them this week. So obviously playing an improved Lions team, but you guys yeah. got got a win over an improved Jacksonville team, which I guess you know. Let's let's get into that real quick. Um, just yeah, 28-22 Commanders, which we needed that win, being it was our first game. You know, first as game as the Commanders. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about uh, more about this game in the uh, commander. Absolutely. Countdown, but, but Wentz did throw four touchdowns. He came back and beat the Jags after uh, he looked good in the beginning, kind of slowed down a bit, and then luckily in the in the fourth quarter he kind of came back and made things happen. Yeah. Wentz is the uh, first Washington quarterback since Billy Kilmer in 1975 to throw four touchdowns in a, in a season opener. He also threw a touchdown on the opening drive for him, which we – I mean, as you know, the last few years – we're usually a second half team, not a first half team. So this was an odd experience to like do well in the beginning and then like kind of fall apart and then come back. Do you think? Do you think Jim Irsay, because you know the Colts didn't win, they they tied. Do you think Jim Irsay, like seeing Carson Wentz win, he's like, ugh, he's pissed because <laughs> because he sent he sent Carson down the river. I mean, I think he made the, that made a mistake getting rid of Carson. Honestly, I mean, yeah. He had he had great what was it twenty seven touchdowns to like seven picks last season like why the hell would you get rid of him? Yeah, yeah, he had twenty seven touchdown passes last year. Yeah, he had a real good year. Yeah. Browns Panthers game Baker's uh, attempted revenge game that didn't quite work out. He almost he almost led the comeback though. Um, it was yeah. uh, it was a twenty six twenty four Browns win, um, but you know they. They were down a lot more than that. I think they were down at one point like 17 or I think it was like 20 to 7 at one point. And, um, you know, Baker led the... It was the, 20 to 7, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah, and then Baker led the comeback. 
obviously uh, fell a little bit short. But what ended up happening was they um, Cade York, the Cleveland Browns rookie fourth round uh, kicker at at the buzzer, kicked a fifty eight yard field goal to lift them to victory. Um, so. And then the Browns put something out on their Twitter page that was like, that's why you draft a kicker. Which, you know, it's, it's true. If yeah, the Browns can't fuck. They can't troll anyone. That's, you know, like, no, they yeah. can't. They absolutely can't. That organization right now. Funny they think they they can be cute, but I don't know. After that Deshaun Watson contract, I don't know, guys. Yeah. I don't know about that. It's, it, it's, it's a tough look for sure. And then, um, yeah, Baker started off real slow. For the for the day, he finished sixteen to twenty seven, two hundred thirty five yards passing, one touchdown, one interception in his attempted revenge game. Um, Jacoby Brissett uh, was eighteen to thirty four for one hundred and forty seven yards, one touchdown, no picks. So, I mean, I would say Baker outplayed Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he did have the one pick, but I mean, I think Jacoby Brissett was helped out by two hundred and seventeen rushing yards. And uh, yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and uh, McCaffrey didn't really have a huge role <laughs> in this game. I know he came in a little bit banged up. He had a cut on his on his leg. So surprise, surprise, he's already coming into the season injured. He didn't play and get through the game, but he had ten carries for thirty three yards and a touchdown, and four catches for twenty four yards. So not a. Not the production Not you'd game. expect out of him. Yeah, exactly. Usually, you know, you'd expect him to contribute more, but only 14 touches there. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. Obviously, the uh, Panthers didn't look good for most of that game and then ended up having to rally late. Um, the Browns didn't look particularly good either, but they they looked better than the Panthers, I guess. Yeah. Right, and then the next game was a tie between the uh, division rivals Colts and Texans. Um, obviously, those teams usually put up uh, quite an underwhelming game, but uh, it was the debut of Matt Ryan in a, in a Colts uniform. He ended up throwing the football 50 times for 352 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, he actually got outplayed by Davis Mills, though, who was 23-37, two touchdowns, no picks. Game went to overtime, and unfortunately, neither team was able to come away with a win. So they, uh, oh yeah, you know, Rod Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker, ended up missing a um, a field goal attempt, and he ended up getting cut. He had an opportunity to win in overtime, Ooh. and yeah, missed and and got cut after just one uh, one game. So yeah, he's that been game the kicker. Was crazy. I saw yeah. I saw bits and pieces of it while I was at the bar and like it was twenty to three at one point and then the Colts get seventeen points to come back and then no one no one can score in the in at overtime. That's just like that big of a difference in score for ten and a tie is just nuts. Yeah, yeah, and it was a forty two yard attempt that he missed and he's been the Colts kicker since I think like two thousand twenty. So obviously Ursay's got no patience with anybody. I mean you know, Carson. No, I'd be, after I'd be one afraid season. to play for the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, if you have a bad game, he's he's done. I mean, Ta Jonathan Taylor went off though. Thirty-one carries, one sixty-one, and one touchdown. Nobody's surprised by that. Wow. I mean, he's he's a great player. Oh, and OJ Howard. Who we talked about them getting from the from the 
Remember we talked about O.J. Howard getting cut last week from Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his debut with the Texans, two catches, 38 yards, two touchdowns. So Jesus. Caught, he caught two <laughs> touchdowns on his only two passes. So paying immediate yeah, dividends. I mean, not a yeah. good amount of yards or catches, but damn, bro, you can't argue with 14 points. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you got you got to love it if you're a Texans fan just getting that acquisition. You're like, oh, damn, I'm happy we picked this guy up. And just got cut by the Bills at, you know, cut down time, and we just happened to get him. That is, right. a, that is a hell of an acquisition. And uh, this, this game, probably the, the breakdown of, of the week, <clears throat> it looked like the uh, Titans were well on their way to a, to a 20 to nothing, or at least 13 to nothing win. Over the you know the, the Giants didn't have any points in the first half, yeah, and uh, then led a ferocious comeback behind Danny Dimes. Goddamn uh, Giants! <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, definitely a um, not ideal, not ideal because obviously every team in the NFC East except for the Cowboys coming away with the win. Um, and yeah, the I Cowboys mean, like, also didn't didn't even score a touchdown in their game. They're the only yeah. team in the NFL, yeah, I, you know that didn't. Which is, I love that. Yeah, after being the, the NFL's top scoring offense last year, they they didn't score a touchdown this week. So so this this year so far through one game, they have the NFL's worst scoring offense thus far. Yep. But I think what's notable, most notable in this game is obviously the fact that the Titans couldn't get anything going in the second half of the game. And the fact that Saquon, who for the last few seasons has been so injured and it seemed like when he has played, he's just looked terrible. But Saquon went off with 18 carries for 164 yards and one touchdown. He averaged 9.1 yards a carry. So it's safe to say that Saquon Barkley is, is back in... Back in true form. Yeah. Derrick Henry had 82 yards, so Saquon had a better game than Derrick Henry. By a lot. By like yeah. twice as much. By, by quite a bit. By <laughs> Wait, did you bit. say 82? That's exactly, that's literally half as much. Yeah. <laughs> by 82, yeah. Exactly. And then the Vikings coming away with a 23-7 to win over the Packers. In a game yeah. where the Packers couldn't get anything going, it's the second straight season after they lost to the Saints in the opener last year, where the Packers have just looked terrible week one. Now, I will note that obviously it worked out fine, and the Packers ended up still having a great season last year, so that's still entirely possible. But the <laughs> loss of Devontae Adams definitely looks like it hurt. I mean, they Aaron had no true uh, receiver. Like, the top receiver they had was their running back, A.J. Dillon, five catches, 46 yards. The top receiver they had uh, caught four passes for 37 yards. Meanwhile, in Las Vegas, in his debut with the Raiders, Devontae Adams caught 10 passes for like 150 yards and a touchdown for Derek Carr. So, You know Aaron's um, missing him. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely know it. On the other side, Kirk's cousin, um had uh, J- Justin Jefferson who led all fantasy football players in uh, in points. I'm very happy to have him on my fantasy team. He led the uh, Oh, fantasy. of course you have him on your team. The best yeah. in the NFL this week. <laughs> yeah, so he he ended up um putting up 39 uh 39.4 points with uh Damn. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that was a good acquisition. Nine catches, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, the the oh my god, yeah, what's I mean, the average on that? Like 20 yards a catch? 20.4, yeah, yeah. Oh my with god, long, with a long of 64. The Vikings' ne- next best receiver, Adam Thielen, three catches for 36 yards. So Kirk Still Kirk's good, cousin but... fed that man. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, wow. Kirk Cousins, 23 of 32, 277 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, under new coach Kevin Mc- Kevin McConnell's offense. So, so far, looking good under the new coach's offense. I mean, Zimmer was always a defensive guy, so now Kirk Cousins has an offensive-minded head coach, so we'll, we'll see what that means. But not a great start for the Packers. Um, they obviously ended up putting in Jordan Love at one point in the game just because it was so out of – out of reach at that point, obviously nothing to worry about from that standpoint. Aaron's not going to lose his job, but you know, in a meaningless game, obviously nothing to gain by having him in there. Obviously. And what else do we have here, bud? We got the chiefs and Cardinals. The chiefs just stomped all over the Cardinals. Mahomes yep. threw five touchdowns. Oh my god! You know, yeah, I mean, n- nothing, nothing too surprising. He was thirty yeah. for thirty-nine, well, three hundred and sixty yards with five touchdowns. I had this discussion the other day. You know, I was like, "So, what team do you think is going to be the worst in the AFC West?" I had this conversation with some some friends, and and they were like, "Well, I think you know maybe the Chiefs might be the worst team in the AFC West." Obviously, you know, talking about the fact that they've lost some guys on the offensive line and Tyreek, but. Yeah, not having Tyreek anymore has has obviously not not hurt Mahomes. He went out and he absolutely yeah five touchdowns, three hundred thirty nine yard or three hundred sixty yards. Uh, Kelsey had one hundred and twenty one yards receiving and a touchdown. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire ended up having two receiving touchdowns. Juju Smith um, in the in the opener had uh, seventy nine yards. So they, they found guys to go to with the football. I mean, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, former Packer, four catches, 44 yards. On the other side, um, Kyler struggled. I mean, his his first game after getting that, that new contract, I mean, their offense was uh, – they scored 21 points, but 14 <clears throat> of that came in the fourth quarter when the game was already out of reach. So – yeah, the the Chiefs were obviously dialing it back and weren't you know going hard at that point. They were yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, just you know, just not giving up anything big over the top. So he was probably able to get a lot of like you know cheap completions. Right. Mm-hmm. Kyler was the the leading Cardinals rusher with twenty nine rushing yards, um, but that's not saying Oof. much because obviously they they didn't produce great on the ground. New acquisition, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, who they traded a first round pick to the Ravens for. Uh, had four catches for 43 yards and a touchdown in his Ravens debut. Um, obviously, the Cardinals are are playing without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games for the uh, PED suspension that we've talked about before. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought every team in the West was going to lose, and, and we'll get into this one next. It, it seemed like, you know, we lost, the Cardinals lost, the Rams lost. So I was like, okay, well, the Seahawks are definitely going to lose. The Seahawks are the worst team in the division. And yeah, then the Seahawks you, you came thought. out and, <laughs> yeah. And they beat, you know, a team that we thought was going to be pretty good in the Denver Broncos, a team that I personally thought might be, you know, with that defense from last year, 
ranking and picking up and picking up Russell picking up Russell Wilson Wilson with the receivers and running backs they have. I thought they would potentially win the West. I I really did, and and they still could. It's it's only week two, so definitely still early to rule them out. But I mean, Russ in his in his debut. Um, you know, pretty good numbers, 29 of 42, 340 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Um, but only 16 points is, is the telling story. Um, Gino on the other side, uh, 23 yeah. of 28, 195 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. So, or two touchdowns, no picks. So Gino played a real good game. What I want to talk about in this game is the Broncos had an opportunity to win this game. They were facing a fourth and five at the end of the game, down <laughs> 16 to 17 and they had the ball last and i don't know if you ended up seeing this but what they ended up doing and, and this was nathaniel hackett's debut as an nfl head coach he's the former packers offensive coordinator he sent brandon mcmanus who's who's one of the strongest legged kickers in the nfl but he sent brandon mcmanus out for a 64 yard field goal attempt facing a fourth and five so what the fuck so you've got russell wilson there who you paid all this money to who can easily, you know, I've seen Russell pick up countless fourth and fives over the years. So here's what he does, bud. In in his debut game, they've got, you know, about 50 seconds, right? So Russell completes the pass to Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams, one of their running backs in the flat, and he gets tackled inbounds. So they're running up to the line. And you would think that they're going to take a timeout, right? Because they've got they've got these timeouts left. So you would think yeah, they're going to take a timeout. Do they have timeouts still? Like? Yeah. So so but but Nathaniel Hackett doesn't take a timeout. He lets the clock roll down to like twenty seconds. And Peyton Man, you know how Peyton and Eli do the what? You know, do the Monday Night Football commentary. Yeah. And Peyton's like, take a timeout here. He's like. You, He's like, Eli, no why shit. aren't you taking a timeout? You know, like Peyton's like about to have a fucking aneurysm because like, oh Peyton's like, what's going on? And, and you know, Peyton, of course, like won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. So, you know, Peyton's like Broncos country hard. So he's like, yeah, absolutely. Take the fucking timeout. And um, they let the clock roll down to 20 seconds and then they take the timeout and then they trot out their kicker. Whereas if they would have taken the timeout with like 50 seconds, they could have gotten a good play call in probably possibly converted the converted the fourth and five gotten yeah. closer for an actual makeable field goal obviously yeah, the 64 yards yard, like or yeah yeah obviously 64 the six, right yeah the 64 yard yeah. field goal um obviously was was way off the mark um that didn't even get close and, and McManus has the leg I mean he's kicked a 61 yard field goal before but I mean that's like some that, that, that's a big ask to just come in you know you can't just bang 60 yard field goals all the time but yeah obviously uh, he was questioned heavily about that decision and um obviously after the game he's like yeah should have should have just gone for it it's like well well no, no, no shit. shit no shit so <laughs> Questionable coaching could potentially be blamed in that one because it, it's, you know, the Broncos <clears throat> yeah. could have potentially had the win at the end of the game, but that was this first week of football was was rather rather interesting. A lot of the teams like you'd expect the Packers, the Niners to win, um, you know, and and, and they didn't. Um, you know, obviously you'd expect the Broncos to win, they didn't. So things things definitely not helping, not not you know necessarily going the way that you would think. Last game here was the Buccaneers-Cowboys. 
I know that one you're going to be excited about. Yeah, um, I was I was real happy about hearing about that. Story. Yeah, yeah. Both teams didn't look as good offensively as I thought they would. Um, I don't know if oh, you no. know, Tom's uh, taking a, a break away from you know football played a role in, in the Buccaneers only scoring 19 points. But the Cowboys do have a pretty good defense. I know Micah Parsons sacked Tom twice. And, uh, of course, Skip was uh, was ecstatic about that. <laughs> he, needs, he needs something to be ecstatic about after that yeah. shit. I yeah, mean, I, remember, I remember I sent you that clip where, like, Skip was, like, you know, really excited. He's like, you know, we held the Cowboys or we held the Buccaneers to 19 points. He's like, we're going to the <laughs> NFC Championship game. I was Dude, like, Dak's thumb is broken yeah, now. Yeah, I surgery. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so if you didn't see it, Dak um, obviously took a uh, Buccaneers um, the pass had been Sean Buccaneers defensive player's uh, hand to the hand. Uh, he he definitely got hit in the thumb. There was like, I guess, a clean break. Um, originally, they were saying that he was supposed to be out about six to eight weeks, but I guess now it's looking more opti- optimistic, like he could only miss four weeks. So the Cowboys are electing to not put him on IR so that he can practice with the team and they can potentially bring him back. But obviously they're going to be going with Cooper Rush down the down the stretch. So definitely, you know, an opportunity to get up, you know, a, a few games in, in Dallas early in the season here because obviously this is the opportunity to do it. But even with that, Absolutely. They, they didn't look... They didn't look very explosive. I mean, this is the number one offense in the NFL last season, and they produced three points. So, not. I'm happy about it. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, you've you've got to be as as anybody that's uh, not a um, not a Dallas fan. I'm sure is uh, Leonard Fournette on the other side had his best game as a Buccaneer with 21 carries for 127 yards, averaged six yards a carry. Tom Brady was 18 of 27, 212 yards, one <laughs> touchdown, one pick. Um, he was sacked twice by uh, Micah Parsons, as we mentioned. Julio Jones, in his first game with the Bucks, had three catches for 69 yards, so 23-yard um, per catch average. So Julio Jones looked as good as he's looked in the last couple seasons. I mean, he looked back to... You know, old Atlanta Falcons Julio Jones form. I mean, he looks really good. So if the Buccaneers can get that offensive go offense going, I mean, obviously they only scored one touchdown in that game. Tom threw a touchdown to Mike Evans. And um, they also had Chris Godwin go down with an injury. I mean, he tore his ACL last year. Um, and, and he came in and played in this game, had three catches, 35 yards, but left with a knee injury. So obviously that's that's not good. So hopefully... That's nothing super serious, and they can get him back. Worth mentioning here is uh, that for the first time since 2007, uh, no rookie quarterbacks started opening weekend in the NFL. Obviously, the um, only places that that was even a possibility was really Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett and maybe Atlanta with Desmond Ritter, Um, but both of those teams going with uh, respectively Mitchell Trubisky and Marcus Mariota. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of telling. That was the last time that that happened in, in 2007. Um, so kind of an interesting stat there. I wanted to bring that up um, because usually, yeah, it seems like there's at least a rookie or three starting every NFL season. So definitely a worthwhile note there. 
Yeah, there's usually a team out there that that needs that help, and and they don't think the veterans that are out there are gonna you know help them more than they need. So it's like I'll take the gamble, start the rookie. But this yeah. quarterback draft class wasn't particularly great, so that might have had something right. to do with it. And and both of those teams did elect to pursue quarterback in free agency <clears throat> as well because that's how they got Trubisky and um, Mariota in in free agency right before. So obviously, uh, you know, electing to go with that guy. But I wouldn't be surprised to see at any point both uh, both of those guys take over at some point during the season. At least to get an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. And that's going to do it for the Extra Point Show this week. Hope you enjoyed our recap of the week's NFL action. Join us next week. And if you're not already, make sure you like and subscribe for more content. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good night.